Good morning. Welcome to the Glorious Hour program, a Gospel Center's international Thicker Road production hosted by Makinika Radio and on Facebook page at Gospel Center's International Thicker Road. Gospel Center's International is the 21st century evangelical and mission-oriented ministry dedicated to advancing and enhancing God's kingdom in every nation of the world in accordance with the command of our Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 and verse 20. We have been called to fulfill the great commission of our Lord Jesus Christ with excellence. Our mission is to evangelize the world, disciple believers, and to raise leaders. Your host for this program is Reverend Stephen Garoyamboro, assisted by Pastor Moffat Gothiro Wambura. We are glad you are up and here with us. Welcome. Bye. 
Good morning, and may the Lord God bless you and welcome to this program, the Glorious Hour program that comes to you every morning from Gospel Centers International through Makinika Online Radio. And also you can find this program from our Gospel Centers International Thicker Road Facebook page. This is your host, Reverend Stephen Garuyamboro, asking you to sit back and receive the blessings of God as we start. I want to welcome you for a word of prayer, and I want us to pray together as I start this program today. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are grateful that you have given us such a blessed morning. and We are grateful, the Lord God, you have thought well about us. And this day, my Father and God, we are in your presence, O Jehovah. I pray that God may use me as a vessel to minister to your people who are listening to your word this day. I pray that your blessings be upon them, O Lord. And as we share your word, my Father, I pray that your grace be sufficient to us in the name of Jesus. I pray that God will bless them as they walk out and as they come in. For that is the promise that you have given to your people. I bless you and worship you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you for being together with me this morning. I am excited that the Lord God has given you a bright morning. I am excited to see that God has, has lifted you up and knowing that you are listening to this program, having experienced the blessings of God. And so sit back as you listen to what the Lord God has for us today. I am also excited to see what God is speaking to me this morning. I want to promise you that the Lord God is going to minister to your heart as he also ministers to me. And by the end of the program, you will walk a man or a woman that has received the blessings of God. This morning, I want to share with you a word that the Lord has put in my heart. And I am saying, claim your inheritance. Claim your inheritance. It is important for us to understand that God is a God of covenant and God of promises. He does not leave his people without something at hand. He's a God that promises his people and he performs what he has uh, promised. The Bible has many stories of the covenants that he has had or with his people. The Bible also has a lot of um, information and stories and uh, about people who God has promised inheritance and even people who have received the inheritance through the promises of God. And this morning I want to tell you that it is the same. God has never changed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That which he promised yesterday, he is able to do today. That which he did yesterday, he is able to do today and tomorrow. I recall the many, many years ago when I was a young boy and there used to be a song that used to be sung in Kiswahili uh, that um, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And forever. Yeah, and you know, it is important for us to know that yeye ndiye yeye yule yule jana leo na hata milele habadiliki. 
He does not change. He is God and forever he remains to be God. He is never moved from where he is because of our challenges, because of our situation, because he sees the end from the beginning. And this morning I want to tell you that God is waiting for you to claim your inheritance. For indeed there is an inheritance for you. Let us read a story that is written in the book of Joshua chapter 14 verses 6 to 15. This story is a very classical story of how we as the people of God can receive our inheritance, that which God has promised us. In a time of our living, God is still a faithful God. Of course, there are many other scriptures that would have picked, but I get encouraged by these scriptures in the book of Joshua because the man of God, Caleb, made a claim of the promises of God while he was al alive. And he, despite his age, he still felt that he wants to make claim of the promise and the inheritance that God had promised him. And this is what the Bible says in the book of Joshua chapter 14 verses 6 to 15. Then the children of Israel came unto Joshua in Gilgal. And Caleb the son of Jephunneh, uh, Jephune, the, uh, the Kazanite, said unto him, Thou knowest the king, the thing that the Lord said unto Moses. Or let me read from the New International Version so that you may under, um, get, it, uh, get it well and probably with clear English. I want to read from the New International Version. I will repeat that if you don't mind because I want you to understand that you can make claim of your inheritance and the promises that God makes, um, makes to his people. God is not a liar. He is not man that he should lie and he does not change his mind. It is only men that change their mind. So this is what it says in the book of Joshua chapter 14 and I read from the New International Version. The Bible says, So Joshua son of Nun called the... Um, uh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm reading another portion. Chapter 14 verse 6. Um, and this is what the Bible says. It says, now the people of Judah approached, approached Joshua at Gilgal, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, said to him, you know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, at Kadesh Barnea, about you and me. He is reminding him that there was something God spoke about Joshua and Caleb. And remember who Joshua and Caleb are. These two people were young men when God, uh, when Moses sent them to, to, to spy the land of Canaan. And there were 12 young men that were selected from each from their own tribes. And, and Moses sent them out to go and spy the land that they were about to, to enter. And these people, 10 of them ganged together. They had all prepared a report. They had all prepared a report of what they had seen. They reported about the people. They reported about the land. They reported about the fruits. They reported literally about everything. But they made a wrong conclusion. And this is very important for you to understand where your Caleb is coming from. And Joshua and Caleb had the same report, but their conclusion was different. Praise God. When these ten people 
people were making their conclusion. They said that we looked like grasshoppers in the sight of those people. And so we cannot make it. We cannot go in. We cannot defeat those people. And so fear gripped the children of Israel when they heard that report. But Joshua and Caleb came with another conclusion. They agreed with their colleagues. Those were the facts on the ground. Yes, these people were giants. Yes, these people were mighty. And I want you to understand that you need to know very well how you draw your conclusion. We could be reading the same script, but our conclusion can be different. And this is the conclusion that Joshua and Caleb had and made a whole difference in the whole in the whole uh, in, the, in 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 matters of them entering Canaan. And this is what Caleb is referring to when he's reminding Joshua of their conversation with the man of God, Moses. So, Joshua and Caleb stood and said, it is true we looked at those people are giants. It is true we have that land is flowing with milk and honey. It is true that land has vineyards. It is true that our land has fruits that, and we have brought even the, the, the fruits of that land. But there is one thing that we disagree with our colleagues. Although they are giants, we are well able to get into that land and overcome. So let us not fear. Let us get into the land and fight and take the promise. Let us take our inheritance because that is what God has promised us. And this is where Caleb is now coming back to Joshua around 40 years later. And let me read through and tell and and and, and for you to be able to appreciate. So Moses uh, Joshua, uh, Caleb is reminding Joshua and he said uh, verses 7 I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me to Kadesh Benea to explore the land. And I brought him back a report according to my conviction. Praise God. And I want you to make this one uh, notice here. That Caleb is reminding Joshua. I had a conviction. There is what we saw. There is what was on the ground. There is what that was going on. But there is that conviction that came upon me. Because your conviction might not necessarily ag agree with the facts on the table or the facts on the ground and it is important for you to understand that the, the, the facts on the ground were so so worrying that the people were giants and they could smash these people but Caleb said I had a conviction let's continue and read this and see verse 80 says but my, my fellow Israelites who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt in fear. I however followed the Lord, the Lord my God wholeheartedly. So on that day Moses swore to me, the land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance and that of your children forever because you have followed the Lord my God and wholeheartedly. 
wholeheartedly. Praise be to God. And this is what I want to speak to you this morning. That the conviction that you have, what directs that conviction? Does that conv- is that conviction directed by what you see in the environment? Does that conviction or is that conviction that you have about your inheritance or about the things that God is speaking to you guided by the, by the experience that you have? Or is it guided by your, uh, but by you following God wholeheartedly? That is the that is the gist of the matter. Moses is telling uh, Caleb, "This inheritance shall be yours. Wherever you shall fo- put your foot on, wherever you step, it shall be yours." Because of one thing, you followed the Lord wholeheartedly. What was it that he followed the Lord wholeheartedly? The issue was not anything except what the Lord God has said. God had said, I am getting you out of Egypt and I am taking you to Canaan. And that land I shall give unto you is flowing with milk and honey. It is full full with vineyards. And so that is the way that Caleb followed God wholeheartedly. And I want to say this, that sometimes the challenge that we have in our Christian walk, in our daily walk, in our faith in God, in our confidence in God, is because of looking at the environment around us. Can I advise you, my brother, that you follow the conviction of your heart whenever you go or you, uh, whenever you do a thing, but that conviction of your heart must be guided by the promise or the word of God. You must always check what you are doing and what you are saying against the promises of God. For God is not a liar. For God is not man. That which he has promised he will come to do. So, Caleb is telling Joshua, you and me know very well that I brought a different report. Yes, we had the same report, but I brought out a new conviction, a new report, a new conclusion. My conclusion was different from the other people's um, uh, uh, conclusion. And you know what? We are not different from the people of this world when people look at us from face value. We do not look different. We walk in the same environment. We walk in the same, on the same streets. We cultivate the same land. We do the same jobs. But do you know what? Our conclusion is different from the people of the world. And that is what I want you to understand. That your issues, your matters, your matters are different from the people of this world. And Caleb knew that too well. And he said that I spoke according to my conviction as I followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. And if you are doing that today... Following God wholeheartedly, your conclusion will be different from the conclusion of other people. God is intending. God is intending. And God is planning to use you as a vessel. To use you as a vessel. And as he does that, I want to tell you there is a promise for you. Yesterday, I talked about the vessel of honor and how God wants to use us as vessels. Caleb was an individual just like me and you. He was surrounded by a very hostile environment. 
10 after 10 out of 2 um 10 out of 12 went against the conviction that was from God but these two gentlemen Caleb and Joshua stood and they were convicted they had a conviction because they followed the Lord wholeheartedly now verse 10 says then now then just as the Lord had promised he has kept me alive for 45 years since the time he said this to Moses while Israel moved about in the wilderness so here i am today 85 years old i am still as strong today as the day Moses set me out i am just as vigorous to go out to the battle now as 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 it as i was then now give me the, this hill country that the lord promised me that day you yourself heard then that that, that the anakites were there and their cities were large then joshua blessed caleb son of jephune and gave him hebron his his inheritance so hebron has belonged to caleb son of jephne he uh, jephne the canaanite even ever since because he followed the lord the god of israel wholeheartedly hebron used to be called kiriath arba after arba who was the greatest man among the anakites then the lord had been um, then the land had rest from war praise god and i want to you to understand this that even today hebron is one of the places in israel that is being fought for a uh, fought, uh, fought for by israel israel will never let hebron go israel will always fight for hebron and this is the same spirit of Caleb in the book of Joshua chapter number 14 and boy come a uh, Caleb is telling Joshua remember the Lord spoke about me when we were in Kadesh Barnea and because of the report that I brought God promised me that wherever I step I shall take possession of that and for this particular part of the land the servant of God Moses has or promised that I should take it and so I am here 45 years later and I can still see my inheritance I can still see my mountain allow me to go up the mountain I am as strong as I was 40 years 45 years ago I am I am as vigorous as I was 45 years ago allow me to take that mountain allow me to take that hill because that is my inheritance and then Joshua son of Nun blessed Caleb son of Jephne and told him conquer go and take over that mountain go and take over that hill i want to tell you this my brother that do not give up in your promises to god do not give up on the promises of the lord about you that which god has promised you indeed it shall bring it to fulfillment pursue your promises unto god um promises from god It's the, it's the promise of God that good health is part of our inheritance good health is part of our inheritance and blessings of God are part of our inheritance and we should go for the inheritance that God has given us we should not give up on taking up any of the promises that God has for us this morning my brother my sister 
Are you in a situation where you are being threatened by the Anakites? Are you in a position that your inheritance is being, I mean, you are facing challenge of losing your inheritance? The Lord God has promised that that which he has given you shall never be taken away from you. This is what Caleb said in verses 12. Now therefore give me this mountain. And I want to tell you that this day you can make claim of the, your inheritance before the Lord. This day you can make um, claim of your inheritance before the Lord. Some of us, the Bible says that, that by the stripes of Jesus Christ we are healed. And you are sick in bed this morning. Probably your relative is sick in bed. Probably your children your child is sick in bed i want to tell you that you can rise up and make claim of your inheritance because it is your portion praise the lord it is your portion to claim your healing it is your portion to claim the blessings of god i want to tell you that god is so gracious that he wants to bless us and bless us in a manner that is, is consistent to his premise promises. And one of them is to give us as our inheritance. I want to draw your attention also to another story in the book of First King chapter 21 uh, verses 1 to 3. And this is what the Bible says about, about a man called Naboth. Naboth was a servant in the land uh, in, in Israel. Naboth was a, was, a, was, a, was a servant and the king uh, uh, Ahab wanted to take his land, his, part, uh, his portion of land that was an inheritance for him from, uh, from, his, uh, from his ancestors. And Nab uh, Naboth resisted take over of his land. Why? Because it was part of his inheritance. Praise the Lord. Let me get there. Um, uh, first King chapter number, uh, chapter number 20 verses 1 and 3 uh, to 3 says, Some time later, there was an incident involving a vineyard belonging to Naboth the Jezreelite. The vineyard was in Jezreel, a close, a, uh, a Jezreel, close to the palace of Ahab king of Samaria. Ahab said to Naboth, let me have your vineyard to use for a vegetable garden since it is close to my palace. In exchange, I will give you a better vineyard or if you prefer, I will pay you whatever is worth. But Naboth replied, the Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my ancestors. Praise the Lord. Naboth stood his ground. And he told, uh, uh, he told uh, Ahab, the king of Samaria, let it not be known, uh, let it be known unto you, O king, that I will not let go my inheritance. This vineyard is my inheritance from my ancestors, and I am not going to let it go. Praise be to God. The king wanted to exchange that vineyard, and another vineyard that was away. But Naboth stood his ground that he cannot allow his, his uh, inheritance be taken away from him. That which God has promised, 
What is it that he has promised you? What is it that he has spoken to you about? What is he, has he spoken about your family? What is it that is threatening to take away your inheritance from your hands? Is it the devil who is threatening to take your health? Is it the enemy who is threatening to take away your children? The Bible says that this kingdom is ours and our children and our children's children. And I want to add and say that we cannot let it go. Our children are part of the kingdom. And the same manner, my brother, my sister, that which God has promised you, you can make claim of it. Because if the Lord has spoken about it, then it is your inheritance. And it is your inheritance to take. And you can fight for that inheritance until you grab it. Yes, it costed um, uh, Naboth his, uh, his life. Yes, it costed Naboth his comfort. Yes, it costed Naboth his blood. But Naboth makes a very strong statement to us that we can follow today. He said, he said this, The Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance, inheritance of my ancestors. Praise the Lord. The Lord forbid. And even this morning I want to tell you that you are a son of promise. You are a child of the kingdom. And in this kingdom of God, there is an inheritance that God has promised you. There is an inheritance that God has kept for us. There is a kingdom that is coming. We are children of the kingdom. We are the children of the king. And there is a promise for us. There is an inheritance for us which Paul says that he is ready to be presented that inheritance once he has fought the good fight, praise God. And so for you, my brother, my sister, may you hold firm to that which God has, uh, has promised you. This is what the Bible tells me about this man, Naboth. Naboth resisted, take over of his inheritance. And, uh, um, and he said, as, as long as the Lord liveth, as the Lord liveth, he shall not give out his inheritance. Compare these two people. And one person is a Naboth, and the other person is Caleb. Caleb is telling Joshua, Joshua, I am 85 years old, and I am not going down the grave until I take possession of my inheritance. Praise be to God. And Naboth is saying, I would rather die but not give up my inheritance. One is defending his inheritance. The other one is possessing his inheritance. Those are two different things, my brother. The one that was going to take over was going to fight for that land. The Bible tells me that Caleb fought for his inheritance, for him to take away that land from the enemies. God gave him strength to fight. He says, I am as vigorous as I was 45 years ago, and I will take over that land because it has been promised for me, uh, to me. It is my portion. It is my inheritance. So he went out and fought for that inheritance. Praise God. I want to bring out this thing, my brother, to you. That sometimes you have to go out and fight for your inheritance. You have to go out and encounter your enemies. 
to get back your inheritance and that is what I'm challenging you today how can you let your inheritance that God has promised you to go away without you holding to it without you taking over from it pray about taking over that part of your your inheritance now you must go out and fight for your inheritance my brother you must go out and fight for your inheritance my sister and God shall deliver that land to you. God shall deliver that promise to you. Step out of your comfort zone. At 85 years old, Caleb would have sat back and said, "Hallelujah! I have already gotten to the land of Canaan. I do not need to take the mountains. After all, for how long will I take over? Will I enjoy that land?" But Caleb said, "Until I lay hold my hands on that promise of my father." Some of you is because you have God has promised you and you know very well that God has promised you that he shall make you great in the land where you are that you shall take ownership of businesses that you shall take ownership of land that you shall be an owner of a business prob- uh, probably or you shall excel in your academics but the situation around you they are so dire that sometimes you feel to give up I want to tell you if it is the Lord who promised you wake up and take possession of your land wake up and take possession of your inheritance do not get yourself into a comfort zone now that is number 1 the second thing is defending sometimes when we have our inheritance that which we have inherited from ancestors that which we have taken by right that which we have been given by birthright sometimes the devil would want to come and take it just like the way Ahab wanted to take the land from um, uh, from uh, the man uh, this man Naboth and Naboth said I will defend my land this is my portion of inheritance I will never let it go and that is the same thing my brother on matters of faith you need to defend your faith you need to defend your inheritance you need to defend that which god has laid on your hand do not let that which god has given you be taken away from you you must defend so two things that i've shared here number 1 is fighting for your inheritance and number 2 defending your inheritance inheritance caleb fought for his inheritance naboth defended his inheritance these things go hand in hand that at one time you could be fighting for your inheritance on the other hand you could be defending your inheritance praise the lord god almighty i am speaking to you this morning and telling you that god wants you to be a possessor of your inheritance so go out and make possession and number two, god wants to be a retainer of your possession so defend your possession that which god has given you and as i come to conclusion my brother i want to bring you are to your attention that god did not take kindly that the the the, the manner in which uh, the manner in which uh, 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 this man uh, ahab treated naboth because at the end of it naboth was killed and naboth was killed because of refusing to give ahab that parcel of land but this is what the lord god did 
God demanded of the blood of Naboth from Ahab and his family. And God was so categorical when he spoke about the house of Ahab. If we look at the book of 2 Kings chapter number 9 from verses 21. This is what the Bible says about, uh, about Ahab. And because of, his, of what he did to, uh, to Naboth, the man of God. This is what the Bible says. Verses, uh, let me start from verses 20. Uh, the lookout reported, he has reached them, but he isn't coming back either. The driving is like that of Jehu son of Nimshi. He drives like a maniac. Hitch up my chariot, Joram ordered. And when it was hitched up, Joram king of Israel and Hazaiah king of Judah rose out each in his own chariot. To meet Jehu, they met him at the plot of ground that had belonged to Naboth the Jezreelite. When Joram saw Jehu, he asked, Have you come in peace, Jehu? How can there be peace? Jehu replied, As long as all the idolatry and witchcraft of your mother Jezebel abound, Joram turned about and fled, calling out to Ahaziah, the treachery, Ahaziah. Then Jehu drew his bow and shot Joram between the shoulders. The arrows pierced his heart and he slammed down in his chariot. Jehu said to Bidkari's chariot officer, picking up, pick him up and throw him in the field that be belonged to Nabal the Jezreelite. Remember how uh, you and I were re uh, riding together in chariots behind Ahab his father. Uh, when the Lord spoke his prophecy against him, yesterday I saw the blood of Naboth and the blood of his son uh, declares the Lord and I surely make you pay for it on his plot of ground, declares the Lord and I will surely make you pay uh, it on his plot of ground, uh, declares the Lord. Now then pick him up and, and throw him on the plot in accordance with the word of the Lord. This is what God did. God avenged, the, uh, avenged Naboth through the hand, at the hand of Jehu, and he declared, he, uh, he killed Joram, the son of, um, uh, of, 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 uh, uh, of uh, uh, Ahab, because God has spoken against Ahab for killing uh, Naboth because of the peace of vineyard. God will defend you when you defend your inheritance. You should not let the enemy come and trod over your inheritance. God declares that he shall avenge for you. You must defend that which God has given you. Let me tell you, my brother, this morning, that when you go out and claim your godly inheritance, when you go out and defend your godly inheritance, God shall give you favor to take over your inheritance. Praise the Lord. And when you defend your, your vineyard, and if the devil turns against you, the Lord God shall avenge for you. Let me conclude by reading the book of, uh, the book of uh, Hebrews chapter 9, verses 15. And this is what the Bible says. Hebrews chapter number 9, uh, verses 15. If I may read uh, very quickly as I come to a uh, conclusion because I'm talking about inheritance. God has promised us and has given us his inheritance and he wants us 
to enjoy the good his goodness and he wants us to enjoy the blessings that he has um, he has promised his for our forefathers he is willing he is ready to defend us in all ways i read from king james fashion this is what the bible says in kings um in uh, okay let me read from new international version once again for ease of english easy english uh, and for us to be able to understand uh, hebrews chapter 9 verses 15 this is what the bible says and i quote the bible says for this reason christ is the mediator of a new covenant that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance praise the lord let me repeat this for this reason christ is the mediator of a new covenant that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant the first covenant god is saying this to you and me that we have an inheritance and jesus christ is the mediator of that promised eternal inheritance and that is where i'm drawing to you today that is where i want to close in today that god has an inheritance for us and his inheritance is not of the land that we have his inheritance is not of material things it is of 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 of, um, of heavenly substance is the kingdom of god is eternal life is eternal uh, inheritance that god has promised us and i want to tell you that we are going and we should fight for our inheritance which is eternal inheritance and we must also defend our eternal inheritance in the name of Jesus Christ we should not let go our eternal inheritance that Jesus Christ has come and made us and become the mediator between us and God and now we have been called the children of God and part of our inheritance is eternal life is eternal kingdom that which we shall go and inherit this is the conclusion of the matter this morning that god has an inheritance for you my brother that god has an inheritance for you my sister therefore fight for it take possession of it and also defend it at all costs do not allow the enemy to take it away from you finally i want to say this that god has not only promised us these promises has not only given us these promises but these promises are ours and our children and our children's children because deuteronomy 29 verses 29 says that the sacred things belong to the lord our god but those things which are revealed belongs to us and to our children and to our children's children even forever as per the word of the lord which is the law of god and one of the things that god has revealed to us is that we are partakers of the heavenly kingdom we belong to the kingdom of god and since he has revealed that to us my brother my sister the kingdom and the inheritance of the great kingdom eternal kingdom is for you and your children is for you and your children's children even forever in the name of Jesus so the first inheritance that you may, must you must make claim of is the inheritance eternal inheritance for you and your children and your children's children can i encourage somebody this morning that you must make sure 
But you don't go to heaven alone. Go with your children. Go with your children's children. If God has blessed you to have grandchildren. And you must fight for them. You must fight for them. You must fight with them. And you must, make, you must take possession of your inheritance in the name of Jesus. Furthermore, you must defend your inheritance at all costs in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord God bless you, my brother. May he keep you. May he continuously guard you and protect you against them. Those swindlers and those who want to take away the promises of God from you and take away your inheritance, the eternal inheritance that comes to us through the mediation of Jesus Christ by his own blood that was shed at the cross, which he said when he died, it is finished and it shall never be the same again. May the Lord God bless you. May the Lord God keep you. May he increase you and help you fight for your inheritance and also defend your inheritance. Let me pray for you. If you have not come to the knowledge of truth, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, this is a good moment. This is a good time. The Bible says that this is the time that you should give your life to Jesus Christ. For there is no any other time better than today. Come to Jesus. Can I pray with you? Let me pray. Say this prayer after me. If you are not born again and you want to give your life to Jesus. Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning. I know that you have an inheritance for me. Eternal inheritance that comes by Christ Jesus, the mediator between me and you. And this morning I accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of my life. May you come into me, my life, and save me, cleanse me, and make me your child. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, believing. Amen. May the Lord God bless you. If you have prayed that prayer and you are from within Nairobi, I welcome you to Gospel Centers International Thicker Road Church. Or if you are from outside Nairobi, please look for any Gospel Centers International Church. Introduce yourself and the Lord God will bless you as you interact with the church and the minister of the gospel in that particular congregation. Should you be coming from away from Nairobi or outside Kenya where we don't have Gospel Centers International, please look for a Bible-believing church. Introduce yourself to the pastor who will help you in your Christian walk. For now, I want to pray for the believers in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to pray for your people. I commit them to your hands, Lord. I pray that your gracious son be with them. Protect them and guard them, Lord. Guide them, O God, towards the, uh, uh, fighting for their inheritance. And those who have already made possession of their inheritance, Lord, help them to defend their inheritance just like the way Naboth defended his inheritance. And should they have been, the, uh, have been um, molested and their inheritance taken by force, Father, avenge for them just like the way you avenged against Ahab and you defended and avenged for, uh, for Naboth. And so, Lord, I pray this morning, may you avenge for your people. And now, Lord God, I pray that you protect your people as they go out to fight and take possession and defend their inheritance. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. See you tomorrow. Same place, same time, between six, uh, 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. on Makinika Online Radio. You can also follow us 
on Gospel Centers International Thicker Road Church Facebook. God bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We are sure that God has ministered to you through this broadcast. Kindly like and follow us on Facebook page at Gospel Centers International Road. May God continue to bless you and preserve you. Till tomorrow morning, peace is glorious. Our.